Welcome to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm Nick. And I will always be Nick. Are you leaving? I did it wrong. Yeah, that was it. That was my spiel. Can I just remind people? Can I be honest? No, but I guess you're going to have to be. I'm, when have I'm, we ever been honest with each other? I'm a little spooked. Because it's October and it's almost over? <laughs> no. It's um, going by so quickly. It's going by so fast and furious. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I just watched the newest Halloween movie before we started. The newest one? Yes, Halloween. Is that the one I've seen commercials for? Halloween Kills. The Reckoning. The Revenger. Uh, I guess it could be other. Yes, this. I chances are this is the one you've seen commercials for. You probably haven't seen commercials for an older one. That doesn't make sense, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, may not make sense. Um, yeah, I guess so. I, I feel like I've only seen commercials for it like the last two days. Like I like knew nothing about it until then. Well, it like, it dropped it dropped yesterday, so that's probably why. Also, just real quick. How weird would it be if every once in a while you just saw a commercial? Like they just ran commercials for movies that came out like 15 years ago. Like, <laughs> like what if you turn on the TV and you just saw a commercial for the very first Jason Bourne movie and you'd be like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that'd be really cool. Especially if they don't really like edit out like how, like I don't know, just like literally take the trailer how it was and just really, it'll be interesting just to see how just kind of remember how trailers were back in the back in the day of Jason Bourne. Maybe maybe you would choose a different example. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like I've trailers... never even seen any of them, so it was just that was the first movie that came to my head. Oh, God, you should. Uh, I guess that's maybe it's not your genre. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like there's movie trailers are a lost art now. I feel like I could be wrong, um, but I feel like they're just not good anymore, and they give too much away. But hey, that could have been the I, I feel like I think I watched the trailer for like So in the Green. I think they legitimately like went through like the entire movie within that trailer. Um, but yeah, I guess it's always been a thing. But I feel like I don't know trailers are bad. So it'd be cool to like see trailers from a few years back, or like have theatrical releases of these movies. I feel like that'd be cool. But what if you're like you're watching TV and you just see a trailer for a movie from like twelve years ago, and then you're like, oh wow. man, I forgot all about that movie, and then. You like find a place to watch it. Maybe it'll work. Or like put do commercials for movies that are like now on Netflix or something. Or mm. like that have just been recently added to a streaming. So you like put the trailer up as a commercial like you would for a theatrical release. Uh, maybe I probably wouldn't be cost effective, but I'd enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I mean, you definitely see a lot more now, right? With um, the pandemic, um, I guess we're still in one. Um, I'm like, oh, maybe a little bit of a theatrical release, but hey, this is also on streaming, right? You kind of see that. Um, yeah, but that's a new movie. I'm talking like. Yeah. Oh, older. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, hey, now this is what's on for this month. Right. It's like, hey, uh, Hulu has Wedding Crashers. Like, and they'd be oh, yeah, like, yeah. have a trailer for Wedding Crashers. Like, it's coming out for the first time. And maybe like, you don't, you're not currently subscribed, so you wouldn't get like a notification, right? Um, or like, hey, here's our long list of movies. Yeah. Uh, but I was I was gonna say like I feel like last few years we have been getting these trailers just in the form of remakes um, of older movies. I feel like it hasn't been entirely original <laughs> um, for a lot of recent movies in the last 
I don't know, five or so years. But, well, especially the Halloween movies, because mm-hmm. the Halloween timeline is like as confusing as the X-Men timeline at this point. Is it now? Like, okay, yeah. Um, I, I was, because I was, oh, I watched that trailer. Not that I know what's going on, but it's just like, how, how many times can you watch these movies and actually feel like suspense of any kind, right? It's like, oh, yay, they got him. He's dead. Uh, no. Uh, well, very much of a trope within that genre, but I don't know. It just doesn't make me want to watch it. So I guess my question to you is, how was it? Uh, and did it spook you? Are you, I guess, are you a big, I don't think you're a big horror movie fan. Oh, not fan, but like. So the Halloween movies I like. Okay. But also they do scare me. Uh, I just. And I think we've talked about this before. I don't watch. Don't do that for me. I don't watch like, um, like uh, ghost movies. Like I won't do any of those like uh, conjuring movies or any of that. Oh, uh, I went immediately to like Casper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I'm scared Casper? No, I'll watch Casper, but don't even think about putting that Patrick Swayze movie on. <laughs> you know, Roadhouse. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i don't do ghost or actually conjuring i think is like possess devil possession i don't do that either i don't do ghosts or like possession Um, movies so yeah i think slashers like it's like yes that's what i like we probably discussed it before but hey it's halloween season yeah i don't like them like they're not my choosing except for around like halloween time right 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 right. um but yeah no I, i hear you there that shit's really like that shit's scary Especially if you like you get um you know spooked by like slashers like whew. Uh, Which... it took it took me a while to really like get comfortable with like insidious and the conjuring. It's it's uh, scary stuff, even with someone. <laughs> and like Stay. you think it would be the opposite because like mm. the movies I watch are literally just like a person going around killing people, which does actually happen. Uh do you think <laughs> you would be more likely to be able to watch like these other movies because you could be like oh it's not real but you can't like watch a movie where someone's just going around stabbing people and be like oh it's not real like that <laughs> it happens all the time like um so yeah there are i don't know there are some times where um shit it was like some weird friday the third so i was also trying to get into the the holiday spirit and whatever's on TV, I've been watching. I think a lot of sci-fi has uh, sci-fi has a lot of um, those like obscure like Friday the Thirteenth movies. I, I think it was Friday the Thirteenth. Um, actually, this, this probably was like the this one was uh, what was it Jason in New York or, or uh, in Manhattan or something? I forget which one that was. It was Jason. Um, Jason is Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> yeah. So also like the effects were pretty bad at that one but no there's like a time where it's like near the end something happens he's like pulls someone out of a car two seconds later he's like 20 yards in front of the car and it's like it's like wow how did he is he teleporting now like i always feel like that that's an issue with like a lot of these um these movies that are like well he's kind of supernatural but then not really there's really any power it's like i don't know that, t- that kind of takes it out takes it takes it um takes away from it i think so to answer your question, um, 
I what did I even ask? How the new Halloween was. Yeah, how was that? How many tangents are we gonna go before you? So I think I know the answer to this, but have you seen the 2018 one? Maybe it's called it's called Halloween. Oh. And so basically what they've done, because you know how there's been like 10 Halloween movies. Now I do. Like easily, not even counting like the Rob Zombie remake ones where it's like prequels type stuff. Actually, this is I, I actually I think Halloween's like the one like one of the series I know very little about. So this I'm learning a lot right now. So basically there's been like a whole line of Halloween movies. Uh and what they did with the 2018 one was they said, forget about everything that came after the original Halloween. And this 2018 movie is just a direct sequel to the first movie. So they basically retconned like 10 movies and said, don't worry about any of these. Despite the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis is in like almost all of them. Right. Yeah. Or maybe not all of them, but she's at least in like a handful of them. A lot of them. Yeah. Uh, so this is just a direct sequel to the first one. So it's 40 years later. It's like exactly 40 years after. Uh, and so then this movie that just came out, Halloween Kills, is like the second part. So it takes place the same night as the 2018 movie. So it's just like a continuation. Whoa. Like a John Wick thing going on. It is. It's no. it's precise. It's essentially John Wick. The movie is just John Wick. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, so what happens, it's just like, I feel like they're trying to draw too much from the first movie like especially like the original one from the 70s like in this movie that i just watched there's like a bunch of people who are like oh this guy was a you know this little boy on in the first movie and like this lady this lady was like this lady in the first movie and it's like they had such minor roles in the first movie that it's like oh like that's a fun fact i guess but like it doesn't really oh it doesn't make me uh root for the character anymore because this little right. boy was trick-or-treating on the night that michael myers <laughs> killed all these people the first time so i think they were wow. just trying to like i don't know, force nostalgia or something mm. and if also, you will remember that like the original movie he kills like five people and then in the first 10 minutes of this second movie he kills 11 people like all at once so it's like it's wow, better yeah, he, he really uh, is killing a lot more people. And I feel like, I don't know, I think there's like an oversaturation of him killing people in these movies. Because the first Bullshit. movie first movie was him like stalking people and then like... That was the... Yeah, killing, yeah. And this one is from. Yeah, this one is just like, oh, he's just walking up to random people and just like stabby stabby. Mm. Like, and it's also... And I get that the, like, the budget is more now and stuff, but some... like. In these movies, I don't necessarily need to see him like curb stomping somebody's head and smashing it. Like, it's just a stab is fine. Like, you don't need to get super graphic and like um, stabbing somebody right through the eye. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you can't handle your blood and gore. No, it's fine. I watch it and stuff, but like, no, I get it. It's I still, feel it's like, leaning more towards the slasher. Than yeah, it's more. you don't need like the murder porn of it, just like. I feel like if you're doing a lot of that, then you're probably concerned that like people aren't going to be interested enough in your movie to watch it without like exploding heads and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I was muted. I made a funny joke. Just assume it was hilarious. Uh. 
I don't think it was, but do you, I read their lips correctly. Do you have anything that you want to discuss that you watch before we get into uh, we because we actually kind of have a topic this week. Holy shit! I forgot to do the homework. Um, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Just kidding. I did it. I do all my homework. Um. By, by the way, uh, it's sports, so you can stop listening now. Now after wait. Wait oh wait, sorry. Sorry, you talk and then our listeners can stop yeah. listening. Or like if you don't like hearing me talk, you can leave now, then come back and then leave again if you don't like sports. Um yeah, so what did I watch? Not much actually. Um interesting. Chucky was on, some of the Chucky movies are on. And that was something that really scared me when I was younger. So just to clarify, it's not the new TV show, because isn't there a new Chucky TV show? Yeah, which I don't know. It, I don't know if it dropped yet. <laughs> Keep saying dropped. It's new. Um, our new lingo for that. Um, no, it, it was the like. Actually, it was the second child's play. It was a child's play too. So it's not the Chucky. It's not named Chucky, but child's play. Um, say so the one I was watching is child's play too, which I guess I watched more of than I thought I did um, when I was younger. But I definitely remember the, the first one when I was younger. That scared the shit out of me. Um, that was like one of the first like. I feel like that was one of the first like horror movies I watched. Um, I was just randomly on TV, network television. Um, God, the idea of a doll coming for you and then you don't know where it is. It should freak me out. Um, but it's just like very comical now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, it's more like, it's more funny. It's more parody now, I feel like, than scary at this age. Um, but I don't know. They, I think they really took the comedic route in the later ones. Like, what was it? Bride of Chucky and then like the other one where they have a kid. I don't know. It gets weird. Um but I don't know. It's kind of fun watching that. Um, what else? I don't know. I feel like I saw little bits and pieces of other movies, but I never really like sat down and watched something. So I don't know if there's like something to say. Skyfall was on, so I watched like half of that. The ending <laughs> that was good. I always liked that movie, as everyone knows. Still need to see uh, No Time to Die. Looking forward to that one. But horror related, God, I don't know. Oh, yeah, there was that um, the J. What was it? Jason in Manhattan or whatever. And that was dumb. I shouldn't have like kept that on as long as I did. There was like very first scene, so I guess I'm not spoiling spoiling anything. But it was really contrived, like how he got revived um, at the bottom of the lake, and then he like killed the people on a boat. Um, but like he apparently tore out some intestines that were obviously just like rubber tubing, like just like medical tubes. Um, just those exist, right? Uh, I'm not a medical doctor like covered in um like really bright red paint so you gotta love like <laughs> uh, special even like practical effects they just they didn't really try hard enough for this um it was quite sad uh but yeah what a silly movie but yeah that's all i had nothing like too hardcore i really want to like actually start watching some really scary movies um i don't know i got really into that with like insidious and i watched like all the insidious insidious movies last year so have you uh, seen uh, what was that one that came out? Heredit, heredity, or hereditary, or whatever? Uh, yeah, hereditary, right? Um, no, I've seen like I've because I've heard that one is creepy. Sure, I've seen like recaps of it. Um, so I I kind of know what happens, but I think if I watch it fully, I might like it. Um, yeah, maybe I'll check that out. I feel like that's good. Um, I feel like it really ramps up at the end there. Well, you know something else that I watched that was really scary this week? Ooh, the Eagles game? Yeah. 
The Eagles game. There it is. Oh, look at that. I think right this is the first time, and at least in a while, actually maybe ever, that they've played before we recorded the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. And I will add, it's also the second game I was able to watch um, by, like, normal legal means. Um, the other oh, one was the, the other one was the Cowboys game, which is even worse. Or maybe it's three. Because the Cowboys was a Monday night. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's three. Okay. Because I was, I forgot, I, I turned that off pretty quickly. Um, the other one was the Kansas, was the Chiefs. Chiefs. They, for some reason, they had the oh, Chiefs gosh. game off. Yeah. So this has been a great season so far for me. So I think I've been getting more into, I've actually, I feel like I've seen, I'm getting off topic here, but I feel like I've watched the most Bengals games. Um, and they're actually really interesting to watch. They're a weird team, more entertaining and have a better record than the Eagles. So maybe I'm a Bengals, Bengals fan now, but I don't know. It's exciting with the Bears and seeing Justin Fields on the field. On the field. Wait, holy crap. Did they do that on purpose? I think they did it on purpose. <laughs> did they name it a field because they knew he was coming? Yeah. That must be <laughs> it. Holy shit. Is, is anyone looking into this? That was like years in the making. This was a very long wow. build up. Yeah. Anyway, so that's to say, yeah, all the Eagles games in October have just been really spooky, scary. I mean, all the Eagles games this season, except for the Falcons game, they actually looked pretty good and they won that yeah. one pretty easily. Uh, this and, I'm a little concerned that uh, we have an offensive-minded head coach and the offense has looked like shit the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need to pretend like you're an offense to be uh, offensive-minded. Like, actually make the right calls, the play calls. Like and a, then execute when do. you call them? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. You like the run, but then you think, like, an RPO is, like, a true r- run um but then that just ends up with hurts scrambling i don't know it's just like it's weird like then you like hurts then decides to keep it and then thinks about throwing it but then he like well then oh no i won't throw a run i'm like no and then they're like oh in my mind that's a run so now we're really run heavy defense we should just keep having hurts try to throw it it's weird does he defense went off well the the problem is uh if he decides he thinks he's gonna run and then at the last minute decides he's gonna throw that'll be the time he'll make a really nice throw and they'll catch it. And there'll be an offensive lineman who was like 10 yards down the field <laughs> because he didn't know what was yes. happening. Uh, and that's happened Holy easily shit. six times this season. Yeah. And, and this is me going off of only like a handful of games and I never really, really finished all these games. So I haven't seen as much as you have, but uh, with some of the recaps, it's just been ugh, awful to watch. And just like, the underutilization of Sanders and like, I get it. We have a young, we have young receivers, but like there's talent there. There's talent, uh, especially with the tight ends and I, what's going on. Like, and, and I think it really just really goes to the play calling. Like, I feel like, yeah, Hertz makes some weird decisions, but like stat wise been pretty doing pretty good. Been pretty good on my fancy team. I like it, but a, yeah, because he's gameplay perspective, it's terrible. He's getting rushing, tu- he's getting two rushing touchdowns a game. <laughs> like, I love it. But some of the times he's definitely like, soon as the ball gets snapped, he's looking to run when, like, he'll there will be times where nobody's open, uh, and that's frequently. But 
I think he just assumes at this point that nobody's open or he's about to get sacked. So he'll start mm-hmm. running and then there'll be like somebody in the middle of the field, just like waving their hand. And he's <laughs> like, no, I got to run it. <laughs> no, I have to run it. It's, uh, it's weird. Especially this last game, since that's how you open this up. Um, it, it was a weird game. Didn't Sanders have like one or two carries in the first half? One carry for one yard. One carry, one yard. And then Rager was Rager, right? He, feeling Rager, he had majority of his yards were uh, defensive pass interference because uh, he went zero for zero. Our, our two, our first two touchdown passes, or first two touchdown drives, both had like a 50 yard, yeah, 50 yards worth of penalties on them. And hey, I mean, I'm fine with that. It's just like, yeah, it's, like there's there there's the reason why it's happening, right? Uh, Rager, I think, helped make that happen, right? Um, also, the defender helped make that happen, but uh, there's a reason why that was happening. Like he's beating them, but I don't know. I want Rager to get more involved because he's also on my fantasy team. I decided to start him this week, which well, I kind of forgot he was on my team. Um, injuries are plaguing my fantasy teams, by the way. It's annoying. Um, so yeah, so I had to kind of start him, but zero, a big fat zero. Um, That's why yeah. I started Smith this week because he got yeah he got double digits the last two weeks. So I'm like, oh okay, and then of course he gets like three points from this week. Yeah, so I started Smith last week as well, um, and then this week for the matchup, but I, I started him over Robert Woods, who Smith was like outperforming in every way, really, but then Woods just fucking went off that game like in this particular league you know scoring might be different other leagues but he had over like 20 points um whereas smith i mean he still had a respectable some like a little bit over 10 um left but this week yeah just a big fat three or something uh fantasy just never goes our way which is weird well the last uh eagles specific thing i want to say before we uh what's the thing though yeah i feel like we should get one uh general like we should get Ertz more involved in the offense Ooh. yeah that's what i was gonna say it, okay. i was i was gonna just okay. yeah i'm adjusting <laughs> i was gonna speak fun. uh directly to zach Ertz because i know he listens um because oh. he's like oh i because every time i see him i'm like oh or he's like oh i love your podcast and i'm yeah. like oh i love your hair but this is nice hair i was a little sad to hear i knew i I kind of knew it was coming. This is back to great. Um, yeah. But also, like, at the same time, I was like, oh, well, they didn't trade him in the offseason, and, like, they've been using him kind of on the field. Uh, so they, maybe they aren't getting rid of him. And then, sure enough, I think the worst part, though, was the fact that he knew going into the game, mm. uh, which I guess it was Yeah, because the news broke, like, right after that. They, they told him, like, beforehand, like, uh, Howie Roseman in the press conference said, like, we hadn't called arizona to make it official yet but we, like we told him ahead of time so he knew what was up uh so yeah he knew going into it yeah at least he got to score the touchdown that was good and at least he's going to arizona where he's gonna be way better off than he is i think yeah i think he got the uh better of the deal here um oh i'm he sure he did hurts. yeah but i mean it's, it hurts to lose hurts obviously um I feel like we're at, we're at a disadvantage without him, really. Um, uh, but yeah, no, he's going to uh, what? For what are they five? Are they five and zero? Oh, four and one? Five and zero? Oh. Hey, he's going to a five and zero oh team. Potential like Super Bowl contender. We'll see, but it's still early in the season, obviously. 
people uh, teams get shit to bed. But yeah, he's making out. He's gonna make out just fine. And plus, I don't know, he's a millionaire, so I, I feel less bad <laughs> for these types of things. But I just had to see him go. He'll always. I feel like he'll always be an eagle. Not just in our minds, but maybe his mind. So the cool. Not literally, of course. Oh no, 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 yeah, yeah. I think he's always been a cardinal at heart. So I guess that's why he's going there. And an actual cardinal. So yeah, we wish him luck. Or uh, cardinal. I, I meant, or I said that I was uh, directing this to him, and then I never directed anything to him. <laughs> so, so good luck, Zach. Mr. Earth. I don't know if we're on a first name. Basis. Yeah, no, I thought he preferred Zachary, but I could be wrong. Like amongst close friends, it's Zachary, I think. That's how it usually is amongst close friends. You have the entire name, but like people who don't know you, it's Your just formal, the, full, the nickname. Formal full name. I think it's actually Zachariah. Oh, Zachariah. Aloysius Ertz the third. Yes. So uh, for our listeners, I uh, posed a question to you before uh this podcast for you to be thinking about when we're talking football which by the way i just looked back uh for all of our listeners out there we have not done a sports themed episode since may like an entirely sports dedicated episode well you put it into that you're like oh people don't like talking about sports like like when no, we talk I, about I, sports. i'm just saying like so they can shut up hmm. well. <laughs> we love you for this like, oh, like you can shut again? up right now <laughs> yeah so uh i asked you before this uh so here's and this is the premise of the remainder of our episode if you were building an nfl team that is going to stay together like these people for the next six years or six seasons if you will um who, who would you pick for uh we've got one two three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine spots, if I counted correctly. Um, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, two tight ends, and a kicker. We're building, we did a movie and television ultimate team. Now we're doing an actual football ultimate team. Uh, so hopefully- Just without the Madden bullshit. Yeah, hopefully you've assembled there. a team of people. I know I have. My curtains actually. Uh, I don't know how I feel about my team. Uh, like it's obviously a team consisting of good players. Sure. But the uh, the sustainability is something I try to take into consideration because we're not just like that's weird. Well, I mean, I said for the next six years, I didn't say like one year. Uh, I told so. everyone at the end of their career, just like <laughs> just like whoever made my dynasty league, <laughs> I, I inherited. Yeah, I'm calling you out on that. If you are listening, fuck me uh, over. I'm slowly rebuilding. It's it's anyway. I'm it's that just that still bothers me. <laughs> Uh, I could go on a long time about that too. <laughs> I could outline the people on it that just didn't make sense. Uh, so Eli Hill and, and fucking Larry Fitzgerald, really? Anyway, so let's let's just dive into it. Do you want to do Do you want to do position by position? I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, let's do some positions. Um, free time, right. yeah, position. So let's start kicker. No, let's. <laughs> For some people, that's the most important position. I will say that some people do draft their kickers very early on, but and actually this is uh, countering that point in confirming that you shouldn't draft them early on because that kicker v kicker uh, fantasy matchup that I was in last week that was absolute craziness. Um, I did take my kicker with the with my final pick. Uh, shout out to 
Blankenship and his, mm-hmm. and it was actually his like worst game of his career. But I still, mm-hmm. I still, yeah, uh, like he was hurt. Managed yeah, to pull that one out. Him. Yeah, he missed a field goal, an extra point, and had a field goal blocked. Which, by the way, I still strongly believe that a blocked field goal should not count against the kicker because there's not much the kicker can do to not have his kick be blocked. I know, like, I guess the kicking angle of some things, but like that's. If you have a, like a yeah. six a six five guy manages to break <laughs> break through the line and put his hands up and it gets like his fingertips hit it, I, I don't think that's on the kicker. But kicker should have just been looked at. I'm like, no, <laughs> get back. The, the kicker should have been, the kicker should have blocked before he kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will uh, say though, kicking fantasy wise, except when you get in like these really specific situations, is not important. The variance between kickers scoring so small doesn't matter who you choose how and that's why we just got rid of the position in one league we're like we don't need kickers we just got rid of it entirely it's been great anyway that's my soapbox doesn't well matter. good thing this isn't a fantasy ultimate team we're putting together well, this, yeah, is true, a, true. this is a real life no you see in real life i don't know did you see the green bay Bengals game that was insane just how many oh yeah i heard that right, was yeah. crazy yeah no like real life kicking is actually like very uh, high high respect for that um it is hard um, and they do win games or lose games. <laughs> but that was insane. Just how many missed kicks in a, missed kicks in a row there were. It was crazy. So I will say, uh, however, that my kicker who I chose, and he actually is the oldest player I chose for my team because kickers yeah. they can go a little bit longer. Um, he was the really other starting kicker. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna okay. go re- reverse order now. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, he was the other guy in that game. Yeah, uh, and I think he's just. I really. I like what he's doing out there. Uh, Justin Justin Tucker is the kicker I picked. Uh, I almost picked Blankenship just because he seems like a really fun guy, and I really like him. Uh, And I just, I mean, you got to go with the guy who just kicked that 66-yard field goal. Plus, he's an amazing singer. It's true. That's also a key position on the team. Um, Yeah, I guess I'm next. And I kind of went with the same. So, okay. Here's how I did it. I kind of did like, I went a little above and beyond. I did like starters and like potential backups or like just thinking through like who else I would consider. Um, Cause I, I, I hate just like picking one, but for sure my starter would be Justin Tucker. Um, one of the most accurate kickers ever uh, to grace the NFL has now the longest field goal ever recorded um, in the modern football era. Um but yeah, no, all around, like, that's someone, like, just the most consistent um, kicker that you'd want on your team. Um, and yeah, age might be an issue, but that's why I have uh, Blankenship starting uh, uh, as a backup um, behind him. I was thinking mostly just because, I don't know, he's young, uh, with glasses. Um, you don't really see a lot of players that have glasses on in their ESPN and uh, their NFL, like, screenshot. So mostly it's the glasses that do it. And he wears them during the game. It's cool. It's fun. His classes representation in there. So he's a fun guy. So it's kind of weird. I just, I thought about, I wasn't even thinking about that matchup, <laughs> your kicker fancy matchup, but when I chose these, these, uh, these kickers, but uh, yeah. You weren't but, considering what my fantasy team did when you were considering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the thing though. A lot of these, there's going to be a lot of recency bias here. Um, just with, <laughs> I mean, just within this current season. Um, and uh, we just put more weight on what happened in the season performance. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's what I would go with. And like, also I was 
just off the top of my head without looking it up, I was struggling to think about other kickers. The only other one I was thinking of was like, what is it, that Carlson guy on, uh, is that him uh, on uh, uh, Las Vegas and Raiders? Just because like he just looks so out of place. I don't know. He just like has very distinct German features. I was just like really blonde and um, <laughs> just something you would uh, think about uh, like seeing someone with like Lederhosen during Oktoberfest is just how I picture him. I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen him. So I really, I have nothing. Oh, no, okay. I guess I just know more about football than you do. <laughs> you you know more about the look of the kickers, I guess, <laughs> and that's really what matters. I I mean, Tucker is hot. All right, let's go tight ends now. So we're we going like tight end two and then tight end one, or tight end one, tight end two. What? Just you can you can just say both of them at once. But if you mm-hmm. if you ranked them. Or did you rank them or did you just pick two tight ends? I ranked them for okay. purposes. Yeah. Well, then I, I went kicker first, so you can do tight end first. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my first tight end. Uh, this is someone I considered more of like my receiving tight end would be Travis Kelsey, obviously. Just I feel like you got to have that big dude on your team just with his catching ability and route running ability. Um, he, isn't he already in his 30s? He's eternal. <laughs> Um, which is why potential backup, I think, would be TJ Hawkinson. That's who I would within this position. I'm still within like tight end one. So again, I'm thinking of potential backups. Um, I just really like TJ, not just because I have him on a couple of fantasy teams, and he's been a little he's been underperforming. Um, but not when he's, he's played against me in fantasy. Every time I play against exactly. him, he scores. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Um, I think there's a lot of talent there, and he's a big guy. Um, but then for tight end two, I was thinking more of like blocking ability. Um, and actually Tyler Higby. Um is has a pretty good blocking rating i forget what stat exactly that is but there's like a specific blocking stat in the nfl and he's not too bad he's like one of the top so far um so i considered him just because like he really get he'll have like a game room with like a touchdown and like some yards maybe but um, i think i'm really gonna use him for like some blocking and then for that position for tight end two i was thinking dallas goddard as well because he has a pretty decent um blocking stat as well um, but he also has like some definitely has uh, catching ability. So um, that would be a really cool duo. I think I'm yeah. throwing a lot of names out there. So I don't know. That's who I would choose. And there's like, I don't know. There's a lot of other kind of chosen. Um, but I didn't really consider how old Kelsey was. He just, to me, just always seems like he's going to be a starter for years to come. See, that's why I wrote uh, all the people I chose. I wrote their age next to it. Just to like, I'm, I'm picking pretty young people for mine so mine was kind of the same thought process i wanted somebody that can block and somebody Mm. that's like just generally a receiving one uh but instead i decided to pick who i think is for my number one to be the person who's probably i think the best overall like um, i think i think he's a good blocking tight end and a good receiving tight end so he's the total package um plus i would have taken kelsey but this guy's uh, a little younger than Kelsey. So I put George Kittle as my number one. Bro, come on. He's always hurt. I was thinking of injuries too. How injury prone they are. He's always hurt. Come and on. that is fair. He's like, I tried to factor injuries in, but mm. I, he's my exception just because uh, he seems like I, a, a a good guide for like yeah, blocking and receiving and like willing to do uh, anything on the team. No, for sure. I feel like he like really started out as like blocking, right? Like I feel like he didn't get utilized 
very much early on um, in the passing game. I could be very wrong. Um, but now I just don't really recall him actually finishing a full complete season. I don't know. It's That's fair. <laughs> uh, but he, he is like four he, years younger than Kelsey, but yeah. Okay. Okay. But uh, I was going to say, Kelsey. but probably hasn't played in as many games, but obviously <laughs> if he's four years younger, he hasn't played. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Kelsey can play four more years without getting hurt. So. <laughs> uh so my number two uh this is partially just because he had like a a crazy week last week but also i Mm. try and i try and get him on my fantasy teams because he's a solid uh tight end and that's mark andrews oh yeah it's been yeah i was i was considering him i feel like he'll have like this flashes of greatness where you do see like that like crazy what was that two touchdowns 160 somewhere maybe more um other than that, I feel like he's been relatively quiet, but like still posting good tight end. I was numbers. gonna say maybe you're just not paying attention. No, I just well, I just have better <laughs> tight ends above him. So I mean, I, do a, I don't I do, know what he's better than Dallas Goddard. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Dallas Goddard's on a lot of my uh, on top of fantasy team series. Uh, on my back, he's a back on one of my teams, but I mostly have Kelsey in all my leagues, except where I have TJ Hawkinson, who for a little bit was like number two. But anyway. Yeah, but can he block? Well, I don't know. He's I, I have Kittle blocking, and also I didn't put it on here, but since you're you're uh, selecting backups and all that, I'm putting a fullback and I'm putting Kyle Uzcheck on my team. Oh, so, uh, okay. so he'll help with blocking. I just thought there of that. You go. So, oh, yeah, I didn't consider a fullback. Which, if right. you put fullback on the list and you don't pick Kyle Uzcheck, then that's ridiculous. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, that, I mean that's the, the first thing I do every year when I get Madden is I trade for <laughs> Kyle Uzcheck because I always like having a fullback on my team and he's mm. like by far the best fullback. The highest rate in there, right? Like he always pops he up. Might. He pops up in fantasy, like as on the free agency for running backs. I'm like, that's you're a fullback, but I'll take it. That's impressive. He might be like one of the best fullbacks, maybe in the NFL. Current, definitely currently, but well, yeah, the, almost considering. All the time. Like for the last like ten years, less than half the teams even keep a fullback. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. Um, yeah, no, no. Hope, yeah, no. I mean, like my backups are really just like other people I've considered. That's part of it. But then, like thinking about it, it's like, oh, I would love to have this team. So yeah, obviously, it's just like a different another thought exercise. But it doesn't have to be like legit. Right. It could be confusing with all these names I'm saying. So feel free to shit on my wide receivers once I name them, but let me name them Dude, first and hard. let me explain my thought process. They can I, so hard. can you give me a one minute? God, no, <laughs> so hard. Uh, so, and I don't know if this actually <clears throat> plays very well in real life, but when I do my teams on Madden, I like to have one tall physical guy, one like speedy outside guy, and then a slot receiver. Oh, I was singing the same thing. Which and the one guy I picked to be my slot receiver, I don't even know if he actually lines up in the <laughs> slot very often. He's uh, going to now. But yeah, he's going to for me. Uh and again, I was trying to take age into consideration. So like I didn't realize how like so many of the best wide receivers right now are like mid to late 20. Like a lot of them They're are fucking like old 28 to 30. And I'm like, which damn it sounds like 16 sounds bad to be like yeah are they gonna make it six years (laughs) i mean yeah it's like 60 70 in NFL years so already i was like oh i like i'm not gonna do like Devontae adams or deandre hopkins or any of them because they're 
they're at the NFL over the hill type. Uh, I'm doing a young team. This Isn't team to like 31. Uh, I don't know. I looked it up before. But I don't <laughs> I'm thinking about his Tom Brady's fucking like in his 40s. Like what the hell? Like people can be older. There's literally rules to protect the quarterback. Wide receivers <laughs> are like your rules now. Wide receivers are the ones who get knocked out and then they have to throw a flag for the they defensive guy. Again. But like you, you can't retro. The flag doesn't take back the fact that the guy got laid out. <laughs> like well, There are plenty of injured quarterbacks that uh, <laughs> would disagree with being feeling protected. Yeah. But none of them are Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> well, refs take extra protection with him. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. All the fucking commentators just have a hard on for him. It's dumb. I hate it. I hate watching like any time kind of tampa bay games because of that anyway continue that's a different side rant okay so my my big guy my big physical guy uh i don't think there is a bigger larger uh i like where this is going uh, just massive unit of a person oh i think we're going uh at the wide receiver than DK Metcalf. Yeah, there it is. I, I totally didn't think about it. Damn. The uh, should have been Eagle DK Metcalf. <laughs> also should have been on my um, dynasty team, but I chose I chose Hollywood Brown, who actually this season is starting to pay off. So you know, besides so many drop passes, somehow he's been doing pretty well. Like there's been games I'm seeing him drop so many passes, and it's not even like a meme in the preseason. He's been dropping pass anyway. But yeah, he's been picking up. I do agree with you there. Uh, so yeah, I've got DK Metcalf at nice. a ginormous, solid, absolute ripped twenty-three years old. Mm. Which that those the fact that you can see someone like that—that's like, oh, that man should be five years older than me, and he's actually five years like, younger yeah. than me. <laughs> like, god damn, yeah, or maybe even more. I don't know. I think I'm—I don't know what I am. Um, we need to see his birth certificate. I don't. I don't believe it. And then for my other outside guy, uh, one who helped me win fantasy last year, so I gotta respect that. Uh, mm. Chris Godwin as my other mm. outside receiver, and then the guy that I don't know if he lines up in the slot, but I feel like he does because he's very versatile. Because they'll also like hand the ball off to him and stuff. He's he's all over the field, and I think he is ninety seven percent of the 49ers offense. Debo Samuel. Interesting. All right, I like have it. it. Okay. Well, no, I like it. Um, when I, I mean, when you th- factor in the fact that I'm trying to specifically do younger people, yeah. because like, yes, if you're picking a t- team for today, like if you're just doing a one season, obviously, like my number one is Hopkins, my number two is um, Adams, and then my number three is like, I don't know, probably I didn't even look up Diggs's age, but Diggs or mm. Thielen, Diggs or Thielen or something. I was even gonna do. Uh, Cooper Cup in my slot, but uh, he ended up being older than I thought he was going to be. But like, oh shit, he does look old. <laughs> so then I just went with Julian Edelman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even name like the Patriots receiver now. Aguilar. Besides, um, besides, yeah, who? Aguilar. Aguilar. They said Eckler. Um, yeah, yeah. No, besides him, which I always forget about. Um. Are you ready for mine? I'm rethinking mine now. Um, but you know, it's so easy to go like the top names, and I don't think I really did, but I was kind of thinking of it similarly. Where for me, it's like I have a really, uh, I have a 
really small, like not maybe not really small, but a small speedster. Um, then I have like someone who's a little, little bit bigger, and then someone who's like a little bit way young. Like I was thinking, like even rookies um, to help develop them. Um, so that's that's the three I was thinking of. Um, so my first one would be I actually don't remember his age, but Tyree Kill. I think he's getting a little older. Um, so You're I don't know all about Tyree Kill. I am. I am. I don't know how problematic that is, but he does score me points when I need it. Um, but yeah, it's just his ability is to get open and like catch these deep passes is insane. Um, that's the thing that makes me mad about Tyree Kill. I mean, that's the thing on the field that makes me mad about Tyree Kill. Uh, <laughs> We're only talking about on field. Is that like, and I'm not obviously what they call an X's and O's guy because I don't really know shit about it. Um, I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> But I feel like his ability to get open is just like solely off of his speed. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't even oh, know yeah. that he's necessarily that good of a route runner. I think he's just that freaking fast that, like, yeah. he does. Cause I think, I don't think he's actually that good of a receiver. I think he's just always, Whoa. I think he's just always open cause he's that fast. Yeah. Like, he, he definitely doesn't have the best hands. I've seen him drop some stuff. Um, mm, seen a lot of yeah, people drop it's stuff. just his, speed is just like ridiculous but yeah no Mahomes can like comfortably lead him like far from a defender and like he'll get there um just like see those those plays against the Eagles that I don't want to remember like if I'm if I'm a Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> I hate a Tyree kill because I feel like Larry Fitzgerald like the best hands like the best, best hands Pretty good the best runner. receiver but like nowhere near the kind of speed that Terry yeah. Kill has. It's all about fundamentals. <laughs> them, you know? Yeah, right. Then you have this guy. Yeah. Just the roadrunner. Um yeah. So that's that's how I have him at number one. I was thinking like he would be a backup who I was thinking that I was you said DK Metcalf and I totally forgot about Tyler Lockett. I feel like that would be something a little bit comparable. I don't really know how old he is. But I also do like Terry McLaurin, so someone who's a little bit younger. Um, I think oh, yeah, I like have like the similar potential. Um, maybe not as fast, but he definitely has like the uh, deep pass, um, speeding receiver X O something receiver um, potential um, that he might have. Uh, I think he just needs like a better um, quarterback. Um, but yeah, I think Terry McLaurin. Um, for like the larger guys, again, recency bias, um, and plus I have him. So on a team that I didn't really think he would do anything this year. Um, I think I drafted him pretty late, uh, but again, this is not fancy, but I just think that what he's been doing so far has been kind of outrageous and I would love to have him and see what he can do in the next six years. But that's uh, Mike Williams from the chargers. He's been doing some, putting up some pretty crazy numbers. Um, and yeah, I don't really have much to say about him because I haven't really seen a lot of games, but he's like six, four um, and some amount of pounds as most people are. Um <laughs> I forget. I don't think so. Like, I think that's as that's as tall as um fucking Kelvin Benjamin, right? I think Kelvin Benjamin, like, he was a unit. Oh, what seen. a blast from the past! Right? I wonder what happened. I liked him, so that's that's kind of who I was thinking. So yeah, Michael Williams, six four, probably like two something, two um two twenty maybe. I could be very wrong. I had this up at one point. Um, but yeah, I just think uh, he's I think relatively young for uh, a six year time frame. So. I think uh, that'd be interesting to see what goes what happens there. Mike Williams, 6'4", 218. Oh, it's close. 27 years old. Oh, he's older than I thought. That's the thing about the, the like established wide receiver. 
there must be something about the NFL where it must take a few years to be able to be the top receivers in the league. I didn't even think he was like, <laughs> I didn't even really think he was in the, the league that long. The hell? Anyway, I would still take him though. Um, I don't know if there's anyone like his size besides DK. Maybe I switch that to DK Metcalf. Maybe I'll have DK Metcalf. So here's the thing though. As a backup, I had Devontae Adams because he was like 6'1", but then he's really old. So maybe I just switch that out for DK Metcalf. Maybe I do DK Metcalf as my starter, WR2, and then have Mark Williams as a backup who's a bit more uh, seasoned, has a little bit more wise maybe. You could teach Metcalf a thing or two, maybe. I don't know. I was thinking of like some names that could help develop these younger people. Um, so I'm writing, yeah. I'm writing down your list, and I have – Tyreek Hill and Mike Williams. I'm not changing. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I still like Mike Williams. My team's just going to be aging compared to yours. Um, I think if our teams face off against each other in year six, mine's going to blow yours out of the water. <laughs> maybe. Unless like something happens to these younger players or they just fall into obscurity, right? And or just like um, get a uh, career ending injury or shoot themselves in the foot. Um, our receiver three, I'm going to say I like – so I've seen a lot of him now, as I mentioned, um, for this particular team, but I really like what I see, and I would love to see more of him. Sounds weird. Um, but it's uh, Jamar Chase. Uh, so I was thinking of him as a rookie. Uh, our receiver, they didn't really consider, like, the positions here. Um, they're smart. They get paid meals out. They'll figure it out. They'll, they'll run around. Um, as soon yeah. as you said rookie, I was like, oh, yeah, I know where you're going with yeah. that. Like, he's been doing great for, like, a mediocre team slash offense. It was, like – I mean, the only mediocre part of that offense is the offensive line. It's pretty offensive. Um, offensive. Uh, how piss poor it is. And somehow him and Joe Burrow making it work. A lot of chemistry there, I guess. Um, but I think he's just – there's just, like, raw talent there. He's been catching some really crazy passes. Uh, I think he's a really good pass catcher. He, too. He's been doing very well. Oh, yeah. Um not just, I mean, for a rookie, for sure, but just even as a wide receiver. I know. Making great. making me kind of rethink my decision uh, yeah, yeah. to pick Devontae Smith uh, in my uh, yeah. dynasty league over Chase. But, I mean, I had to go with the Eagles guy. Wow. You pick the Eagles guy, and if they're really good, then it's a double win. <laughs> Interesting way to think about that. Yeah, I forgot you went with Smith over Chase. I had to go with Smith because someone else did the right thing and chose Chase in my, one of my dynasty leagues. Um, interesting. It, hey, who knows? We'll see how it plays out, right? Um, maybe something happens. The uh, Bengals defense is, takes a shit. Anyway, so then I, I – but I have Devontae Smith as like a backup just because I think there is talent there. You just need to develop, develop more with a comp, competent coaching staff <laughs> and uh, – maybe a more disciplined quarterback besides Hertz, who's not very disciplined right now. I So one thing I don't like about Jamar Chase. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I think we're criticizing each other's picks here, but go ahead. No, it's not about the pick. I <laughs> we think are. It, I think it's a good pick. Uh, I just don't like that Tyler Boyd does not score very much anymore. <laughs> and, and that's yeah. also uh, T. Higgins' fault because, like, hmm. Boyd was, like, more relevant last year because T Higgins, it was his rookie year. So he was just like starting up, but like, yeah, I'm a little upset that I went with Boyd in a couple of leagues because when he, when Higgins was out, you know, he was fantasy relevant, but then when Higgins came back, uh, yeah, I left, I left him in for one game longer than I should have. 
Ah, uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, boy had a game though. Yeah, <laughs> that one time. <laughs> he had two good uh, games. I just left. It's him a weird. Three. Yeah, it's just a weird situation with. Yeah, just so dependent on who's starting. It's just kind of how kind of the state of the Bengals' offense, right? It's just like they're not all going to be like fully developing these receivers that well. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's it for receivers for me. All right, you get to start the running games. <gasps> Ooh, um, you might have similar ones here. Uh, I think so. I was thinking so RB one. I was thinking of uh, someone who's more of a power bottom, power running back. There's uh, a lot of power generating from the bottom. Uh, generates a lot of power. Um, okay, that some of the episode. Well, whenever they mentioned that, one of the episodes was on last night. Anyway. Um, so yeah, and then RB two is I think for me more of the receiving back kind of role. Um, Look at us on the same page again. Ah, uh, none of this like running back by committee kind of bullshit, but like very distinct roles. You know, <laughs> um, gotta hate that. And I think just for as a team, like in the real world, I don't think it works that well. It's it's really disruptive. Um, it can maybe uh, take away some momentum from a person who's like really getting hot. Anyway, um, so that's why I like how they change that with Fournette. But Fournette's on my list, so I don't know why I'm talking about him. So RB1, I have Derrick Henry. Uh, again, I don't really look at age, but, like, how do you not put Derrick Henry in the list? Just how powerful he is. I don't know. But I was also thinking Nick Chubb. I think I would like to have a have a Chubb on, on my team. So right now I have him as a backup. But I feel like I could, like, switch him out. Because I think Chubb is a little bit smaller. Um, <laughs> is a smaller in age. Because <laughs> it's like, Smaller in age. Yeah. <laughs> that's hey uh how how big's your age <laughs> uh that's a lot of alcohol in that beer um so yeah but i do like chubb so i feel like he could be really good um yeah so uh, yeah it's, i think i forget how old henry is but i feel like he can still punch it in um farby too i don't know it's kind of i was I guess I was trying to be cute here and like not choosing Kamara, but I feel like I had to choose Kamara for my first RB2. Um, but honestly, as a backup, and I didn't really consider how old, you know, I didn't really look at age for some reason. Um, but I was actually thinking of JD McKissick, just like kind of be cute and be like, oh, he's not really like a big name or household name when it comes to running backs, but like he is actually a really good uh, receiving back. Um, and like last year, he had 80 receptions as a running back. Kamara had 83. So that tells you, I mean, very different yardage, but um, <laughs> it depends, on, depends on the team you're on, right? I mean, uh, uh, I think because it got like half the receiving yards, but still, and PPR, very good PPR running back. Um, but yeah, I feel like I could probably swap him and Kamara out. Just like a little obscure pick, maybe you want to consider for receiving it back, but like a um, hipster pick. A little hipster, a little hipster pick. So that's, I guess, I was, that's what I was trying to go with here. Weird that I have like I mentioned two Washington football team players. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> not, not, not noting, uh, seeing it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's who I would pick. I, I did pick McCaffrey just because I feel like he gets hurt. He's one of those players. I'm like, I feel like he's hurt all the time, but that's not really true. But yeah, he didn't really play full. The last full season he played like in 2019, um, and like he's not going to finish a full season this year. Cause he'll be out like three more games. Um, so yeah, people, sorry for people who actually keep drafting this guy, even though he gets hurt. I don't know why people keep doing that, but I, that's the reason why I didn't include him on this list. Um, you, I mean, you, you drafted Barkley. So yeah, he got me 20 points. Pretty low too. He was not my first fucking pick. 
That's fair. Like, number one pick of all the draft. Well, that's why sometimes like I was getting him in like third, fourth round. Yeah, that actually you drafting him later on did end up paying out before he keeps getting hurt. But he'll be back. He'll be back sooner than McCaffrey for sure. That's why I always like. That's why I always try and go Henry with my first mm-hmm. pick because I feel like they hand the ball off, they hand the ball off to him like thirty times every game and he's always just like there the next game <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> just shows up again. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how I guess it's all the PPR especially in their PPR league. That's why yeah. David McCaffrey always higher, but I, I never understand why Henry is not the number one ranked when it comes to fantasy. But yeah, I'm assuming you get Derrick Henry as well. I actually don't because Whoa. of the age and oh. so kind Timeless. of the opposite of what i just said uh but they hand the ball off to him so much that like he's wearing out he's 27 right now and so i just didn't see him being consistently the same derrick henry is now at age like 33 so i went a little younger with my rb1 and this may especially be a recency thing because i just uh watched their game on Monday because I was um, very dialed in on the kickers, but I just so happened to see the running backs as well. Uh, So my running back one is actually Jonathan Taylor going extra young Mm. because I think from what I've seen and I haven't seen all that much, but I like statistically, like he had a really good rookie season and he actually can handle himself in the receiving role as well. So he's really kind of like a, in my opinion, a three down back. Um, So I think just, that uh alone but i also same thought process i wanted a especially a receiving back for my second back so i have kamara as well for my second back so kind mm. of the because i didn't realize like first of all i didn't realize and i guess it's because he's more like he's a dual threat more than he is but mm. like he is like the saints starting running back but i didn't realize he's never rushed for a thousand yards but he mm. but it's because like you know all purpose yards he's always uh, like 12 to like 13 oh, like, yeah, yeah, for sure he definitely gets over it with the all-purpose because he has so many receiving yards but he's he's a very versatile back and i think he would be a good receiving back and he's 26 but jonathan taylor's 22 so like i think that between the two of them hmm. that's a, that's a good uh running back duo in my opinion yeah maybe i'm gonna actually put in my backups now for my running backs i might choose chubb and mckissick <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm thinking about age. Well, Chubb is only tw- Chubb is 25, so he's only two years younger than Henry. But I mean, there's always they're using him a lot less, right? Because they have they also yeah, have um... that's pissing me off too. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. the, it's like Hunt Hunt has to be in for the touchdowns, which is like yeah, yeah. Hunt usually goes in, um, and yeah, and Chubb's Robert Chubb Chubb is out today uh, this week too. I'm pretty sure because I so. Yeah, here's my dynasty. So this other dynasty league where I actually drafted, I did Henry. Oh, hey, that makes sense. I chose Henry. Uh, Chubb, and then Marlon Mack were my three main running backs. I really, I want so badly for Marlon Mack to go to a team where he can actually Thank be you. relevant. Right. Yeah. Because he had like one injury season, and it's like, oh, you're done. Like, then they drafted a, really well. And had he's, a, he's a good running back. Yes. Thank you. Ugh. And like, I'm not even just saying it because I have him in the dynasty league that he's just sitting on my bench. Like I could have cut him way sooner. I'm keeping him just to hold out hopes that he will actually go somewhere. Because there's a lot, there's like a lot of teams that would could use him. Um, so yeah, totally agree with you. Um, 
just it's it's just the wasted potential right now. Just sitting, he'll have a few carries. He had like 50 yards this past week. That was like his most his highest production this season. But yeah, really hoping he gets started. But anyway, that's all I had for running backs. All right, are we ready for quarterbacks? Drum roll. I think I'm starting for quarterback, right? Of course you are. Oh, did you put yourself? Yeah, I picked myself. I was like, oh man, I could easily make it the next six years. I couldn't make it the first six years. Have like an invincible storyline where you just like try out. (laughs) I just tried out for my own ultimate team. (laughs) Uh, So I think I know who you're going to pick. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the obvious choices uh, were Mahomes or Jackson. Interesting. So what I did was I threw out the obvious choices because yeah, I didn't even think about them. Because first of all, I think I mean Mahomes. Yes, I would love if I'm having a team. Like, yeah, I'll put him on there. I what I'd love for him to be on the Eagles. That would be awesome. Um, but I do think maybe he peaked too early. Mm. Like, I think he started off so hot and fantastic and, like, so hot right now. But I don't know. I feel like... Can you keep it up? Yeah. Like, I don't know what game we were watching or I was watching where they were talking about, like, the The future. So, like, you don't know, like... You can you can never really predict somebody's career or something like that. And oh, they yeah, said, take a take a Patrick Mahomes. Oh no, I think it was sports radio I was listening to. They said, oh. take a look at Patrick Mahomes. Everybody immediately like said, Oh, this guy's gonna be, you know, winning five, six Super Bowls. And then like he may honestly only win one. Like it's just not that he's not good. Like, I think he'll consistently get his team to the playoffs. I just don't know if they're going to win every year. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So I think he maybe peaked too soon. Uh, and so for me, my two choices I was actually debating between um, were Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. <laughs> See, and I knew it. I knew it. You're talking about not peaking, too, not peaking too soon. Um, Josh Allen has gotten better every year and I think he will consist. Yeah. I think he's on an upward, uh, trajectory. And I think that these six years, I think he's going to consistently be up in the top. Uh, and he's just fun to watch the way he's just like slinging the ball around and stuff, especially this year. Um, I mean, you bring Mitchell Trubisky in to help him, and of course, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so I've got Josh. I've got Josh Allen as my quarterback. Holy shit! Not gonna lie, those are the two exact names that came to mind. I didn't think about anyone else, to be honest. Yeah, th- I mean, those um, were those were my two that I was like, I because I think a lot of people will think. Mahomes and Jackson, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't go I didn't, there. I didn't at all. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know. Um, it's just like for me, Josh. Yeah, I mean, it's just like just seeing, just seeing the growth that Josh Allen's underwent is amazing, and like it just, of course, the future. Um, you know, this current performance isn't going to predict future performance, but I don't know. It's going to be crazy to see what he could do 
next few years. And I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, really high ceiling. Um, and like the fact that he's mobile, but also like tank helps. Or um, I'm always iffy about choosing mobile quarterbacks, which is why I didn't actually go with Kyler Murray. I was thinking about him though. It was just like I feel like he could get injured really easily, and then there, um, and there it goes. It's, it's like a RG three situation, right? People, I mean, yeah, having a mobile quarterback is really powerful. Um, gives you a lot of options, but I think it's just really risky. And you always you don't really see them winning Super Bowls that much. Um, if at all, uh, in the last recent years. Um, so yeah, so I had to go with Josh Allen just for that. Like he can be mobile, but I think he could just like, he could like take these hits, like with just how big he is. Um, Josh, Josh Allen reminds me of what Carson Wentz could have been. Oh, and like what Carson Wentz very briefly was. That's so sad, but true. Like before his injury, I think that's what, that's what really did it after he, um, tore his leg thing. (laughs) um i think that's that's what did it although he went downhill after that i will say the carson wentz i would take the carson wentz against baltimore last week over just about any hurts that i've seen this year interesting i actually haven't seen that game i didn't watch it at all too busy if you love kickers that would have been a (laughs) A great actually it wouldn't have been because there was a lot of like i said uh bad stuff on the kickers i saw the green bay Bengals game though that was insane with the kicking there that was a kicking nightmare I, it was just funny because i know a Bengals fan and it was just really funny just like talking shit. all right so however just, i will say oh sorry are you at an honorable mention or second yes, string or whatever just an age i want to really say backup but more of an advisory role i don't know and just to mention just his growth and how much it uh, team change can help, but I just wanted to say I have a lot of respect and admiration for Matthew Stafford putting up with so much in Detroit. <laughs> um, he had he had he had some weapons, but just a lot of things going against him, uh, and just I think a curse on that team would do that. Um, but yeah, him going to LA, the tremendous uh, uh, worked out tremendously for him, um, and just seeing him. Like, oh, yeah, no, this guy that was actually really good. And I think he got, got a pretty bad rep in Detroit um, some seasons. Like, he was still put up big numbers, but, like, there's still some, like, maybe, like, yeah, too many interceptions. Or, I don't know. Um, we just couldn't win games. Uh, I think had a lot going against him there. But, I don't know, just a team change and just, I think, a lot of um, uh, maturity and growth um, would do wonders. And just having a, a competent team around you and coaching staff, I think really helps in that situation so really cool just to see what happens in the next six years maybe you can like teach josh allen a few things i don't know but who knows help him do a little more so i don't know that's just not to mention when i start him just like getting he's gonna up there in age um really large age <laughs> um yeah that's all i had to say so to recap um i had josh allen Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, DK Metcalf, Debo uh, Samuel, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Justin Tucker. You had Josh Allen, Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Mike Williams, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey. Um, who was your second tight end? I've missed that one. Wow. I said Tyler Higby, but um, I could put Dallas Goddard on there too. 
and then Justin Tucker. I, mm-hmm. I didn't think about writing yours down until we were like halfway through the wide receivers. Oh, but... I see, I see. Don't forget, I, I might consider putting Chubb and McKissick in. Too late. Because I'm going to, uh, once we release the episode, I'm going to post our uh, picks and we'll see who likes the picks more. You should have told me I would have put more effort into this. I mean, I didn't. I literally was like 10 minutes before the podcast doing mine. So mm. I don't I have to thought- if you don't want to. No, no, no. Go ahead. I just would have thought about age a bit more. Well, that's one strike. I, I think your team will win faster than mine will. And that's all that matters. I'm just here for a really quickie. I'm here for a quick, <laughs> quick win, quick championship. I think you've got a real. Uh, I'm gonna peak early. You've got a peak real, early, town. Uh, Eagles Super Bowl run kind of team with some, uh, like- <laughs> some guys who are gonna give you production for a little while and then. We're going to be paying them tens of millions of dollars to be sitting on the bench while we play other people. <laughs> like, wait, whoa, whoa. Won the Super Bowl too quickly. What is this? I didn't even expect to like go anywhere this year. And just downhill from there. God damn it. Whatever. Sign the Super Bowl. I think it's interesting that we were clearly on the same page when it came mm. to quarterback and our RB2. Oh, yeah. And, and our kicker. And kicker. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I figured you would also do Tucker. So join us next week where we do our offensive line. <laughs> I just choose the entire Bengals line. Oh my god! Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I have been Nick. And I am also Nick. See, I've reversed them. Oh, well, oh. you know who would be good at reverses? For me, it would be Debo Samuel. For you, it would be probably Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, yeah. And Hill's the better receiver until he's in his fucking 40s.